When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is FBL Focal from YouTube. You may not be aware, but I now convert all my videos into podcasts. You can find all the podcast links at linktree.com slash FBLfocal. That's linktree.com slash FBLfocal. Welcome back for another video. I had an idea for a video, so it's going to be a short and sweet video on the weekends with 10 observations from each game week. So this could be anything from serious pointers to just some fun observations. I'm always experimenting with content, so let me know if this one's something you'd like to see more of. We'll jump straight in. So number one is De Silva. De Silva could challenge Pereira as the best 4.5 mil midfielder, or 4.6 as he's just had one price rise off the back of his form. He's now scored two goals in two games for Brentford, though it is huge XGO for performance as he scored twice with 0.07 total XG. I made a fixture ticket over the weekend, sorted by difficulty from now to Game Week 8, which is a popular wildcard opportunity because it's an international break, and Brentford are top as you can see. De Silva isn't completely nailed for Brentford, which is something to consider too. Number 2, Arsenal. 265,000 managers sold Jesus before the deadline. If you caught the last team selection video, we talked about how this is absolutely fine, as that's 265k managers will overtake. Post-match, Jesus said that he was not happy at City. He's a transformed man at Arsenal and an easy long-term hold, and Arsenal faced newly promoted Fulham and Bournemouth in the next two. Don't try to be clever, his ownership is frustrating at over 72%, but he is a must-own, and we'll have to look elsewhere for rank gainers. Martinelli's comfortably the best mid-priced asset. If you've got Rashford and you don't own Martinelli, the move makes itself. I've not seen the Emirates atmosphere as bouncing as it was during the Leicester game for a long time. Arsenal are clearly on the up, and the double-up or even triple-up in attack looks great. Number 3, Mitrovic. 1.15% of the top 10k sold Jesus for Mitrovic, a lesson in patience as that was one move with a 19 point swing. That said, Mitrovic was unlucky to score 0 as it came from a missed penalty. The good news is that post-match Marco Silva said, Mitro knows that the next penalty will be there and the next penalty he will take and he will score. So he's still on pen duties and he has Brentford and Brighton at home in his next 3. Number 4, Dinia's still a troll. This one hurt as a Dinia owner myself. 87 minutes into the game, and minutes away from a clean sheet. Dinia puts the ball into his own net to wipe the clean sheet out, but also to get him negative points from the own goal. A yellow card early in the game left him on a grand score of minus 1. Net score of 0 for the Dinia and Bailey owners like myself. FPL is well and truly back. On the subject of Villa, Bailey was unexpectedly benched despite being arguably Villa's best player in Gimmick 1, albeit a lacklustre performance from the team. They just about got the win against Everton, so there's no guaranteeing that he starts the next one. If he'd be on your bench anyway, then De Silva could be the standout replacement. Number 5, Man United. Arguably a new low in their recent history after going 4 down against Brentford in just 35 minutes. Really, really poor, and the takeaway is that you should sell all your Man United assets. There's deep-rooted problems at Man United. Let me know in the comments what your take is on Man United's downfall. Is it the players, the owner, the manager, or perhaps all three? I struggle to blame Ronaldo for wanting out. Number 6, Man City. The other half of Manchester had a good game week, putting four past Bournemouth. They're still the best defence in the league, with 0.62 XG conceded in two games. In other words, that's an expected goal conceded every 300 minutes of football. Well played those of you that had the double up in defence, or if you only own one, then it's worth considering too. 
And if you don't own any Man City defenders, then you need to look at finding a route to one. You get what you pay for. Cancelo sets you back 7 mil, but he's so involved and he got an assist. Walker, Ake and Edison are cheaper, but lower ceiling picks. Ake actually looks likeliest besides Cancelo to get an attack in return at some point. Number 7. Premier League Players and FPL Despite their insider knowledge, they have absolutely no idea how to play FPL. I shared a few funny tweets on Saturday. In the Arsenal Mini League, El Nani took a minus 56 hit, and Ketia sold Sun for Ward Prowse, and the holding took a minus 4 to buy Welbeck and St Maximan. Erdegaard captained himself. Bamford was quite unlucky. He activated his wildcard this game week, captained himself, and then he went off injured 28 minutes in. Number 8. The Power of Rolled Transfers This one can't be overstated, particularly at the start of the season. There's so much information to absorb that having two bank transfers gives you a huge edge over others as you can fairly drastically change your team with two banks and making three moves from minus four is like a mini wildcard. And Nunez Hall could be the template breaker. Had Mitrovic converted his penalty, the conversation would have quickly shifted to running with a front three. It's important to be proactive rather than reactive and look at where the game might move next. Number 9. Haaland Unlucky only to come away with an assist, Foden had a clear chance to square it to Haaland for a tap-in but didn't. Other than that, he had a fairly quiet game, but the takeaway is that Haaland will always be a minute's risk. In his first two games, he's played 77 and 73 minutes. This could get worse once the Champions League starts, as Pep's well aware he can play about a striker. Let's say Haaland averages 70 minutes over the season per game, and Kane averages 85 again like last season. That's 15 minutes difference per game, times 38 is 570 minutes. That's roughly 6 additional games that Kane will play. So when the timing looks right, be open to the opportunities. Right now, selling Haaland for Kane looks mad, but things can change fast. Number 10. Patience It's a long season, and if you've started slower than you'd hope, stay calm. There's still a very, very long way to go, and lots of people have burned their chips already. We've got two wild cards, unlimited transfers over the World Cup, free hit, bench boost, and triple captain. And on the subject of chips, they're generally best saved for double game weeks or blank game weeks. 213,000 managers used their triple captain Haaland in game week 2. So if you had him captain, they basically gained 5 points on you. In a double game week, for all we know, Salah could play twice and score a very reasonable 15 across two games. So you've gained 15 back on those managers further down the line. They say the stock market is a device for transferring money from the impatient to the patient. Perhaps there's parallels that can be drawn to FPL. It's partly a game of the patient waiting for the impatient's mistakes. Thanks for watching and I hope you enjoyed this first 10 lessons video. Lots of content to come during the week so hit subscribe if you're not already and let me know what your thoughts are on the series. If it's popular I'd be happy to keep this one running. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.